if someone has a behavior that pollutes my pond, why they have it is irrelevant. It doesn't change the depollution work you have to do. Sometimes metaphors help us see things more clearly. And there's one I use with my clients they find really helpful that I'd like to share with you. This metaphor is the, the following. It's saying that your life is like a pond. So in the pond, you've got water, you've got little fish, you've got frogs, you've got uh, some fireflies, you've got plants, uh, water lilies, basically a whole ecosystem. And you are the guardian of this ecosystem. It's your responsibility to make sure it is well, to make sure the fish are healthy, happy, well-fed, to make sure the frogs are happy, to make sure the water lilies are happy and the fireflies and uh, and the rest of the ecosystem. For this, of course, you have to make sure that your water is clean, it's healthy. If you have polluted water, that means that your ecosystem is getting polluted and that's going to affect all of the components of the ecosystem, be it the fish, the frogs, the plants, the, uh, the fireflies. So your responsibility is to manage your ecosystem, to make sure it's doing well, to avoid pollution. Now, how do you do this? Well, you have been taught some behaviors that are supposed to help. You've been taught this by your parents, by school, by friends, by partners, and largely by experience. You see what works and you see what doesn't work. And then you decide. And if you have a behavior that is polluting your ecosystem, you can blame whoever taught you that behavior. But you're the one engaging in it. You're the one continuing to engage in it. So if you were taught that it's okay to use your pond as a toilet, you can do that. But what do your fish think about that? What do your frogs think about that? What impact does that have on the, on the water lilies? Probably not a very good one. So you can pollute your pond. You can clean your pond. But even if you try to clean the fluid, the pollution, the excrement out, you've still polluted it. And that is going to be having some impact on all of the components of the ecosystem. Sometimes you allow other people to come and pollute your ecosystem and use your pond as a toilet. Why do you do that? A variety of reasons. Maybe you think that your pond is just a toilet and you use it that way yourself. Maybe you're afraid of telling someone that you don't agree. Maybe you're afraid of their reaction. Maybe you believe that you should put up with people using your pond as a toilet. I mean, after all, if, if you use your own pond as a toilet, why would you tell someone else not to? Why should they be following higher standards than you have for yourself? There's no particularly good reason. Now, managing our pond, we can ask people to come and tell us what to do. And of course, they can come and tell us what they think is right. But if they tell us to use our pond as a toilet and we do it, it's our responsibility. No one is forcing us to listen to them. If we choose to, that's fine. We see what happens. At the end of the day, we can blame someone else for killing our fish or for the behavior that killed the fish. The fish are dead. And it's our responsibility. If we want the fish to stay alive, it's our responsibility to keep the fish alive. Now, there are a few tricky behaviors. 
a few tricky situations. One of them is if someone says, I need your help managing my pond because my pond is polluted. I need you over here because everything's going to die if you don't come and save it. So there are a few options. One of the options is to say, okay, I will come. I will jump into your pond. I will fish out the excrement. I will do everything I can to try to save your pond. But this has a few, a few problems, a few downsides. One of the downsides is simply that um, no one else has taken care of our pond for us. That's a bit of a problem. Because what's going to happen to our pond if we spend too much time away from it? It's going to die. The fish will be unfed. There might be more pollution going on. Now, it could also be that we are knee-deep in someone else's pond, and we turn around and look at them, and not only are they not helping us, but they are using their own pond as a toilet. They're continuing the pollution. So what do we do? Do we continue to fish it out? The more time we spend managing other people's ponds, the less time we manage our own. And that also assumes that they are incapable of managing their own pond. Maybe we can explain to them that using their pond as a toilet is polluting the pond. We're assuming they don't know. We're assuming they care. We're assuming they're ignorant. They might be. So we can explain and we can observe. And if they continue polluting their pond, maybe the right thing to do is to assume that their goal is to pollute the pond. Why would they want to do this? Well, there are many, many reasons. First of all, it's easier to use your pond as a toilet. Then if you complain about it, you have other people who run up and might be jumping into your pond to clean it up for you. So you get attention, you get help, and you might also be getting the enjoyment of seeing people trying to fish out your excrement from your own pond. Because some people enjoy seeing other people do that. So if this is the case, it might be a good idea to just accept people's choices. You want to use your pond as an excrement? Okay. Like I said in another video, are you surprised that your fish are dying? If you are, what can you do about it? If you're not surprised, then I'll assume that that's your goal. We can, we can explain to you, but let's not assume that people are stupid or ignorant or they don't see correlation or that their stated goal is their real goal. It's easy to say it is the stated goal, but then if people behave in a way where they're using their pond as a toilet, then maybe their main goal isn't to keep a healthy pond. So we can walk away from these people, go back to our pond. And sometimes these people come and they visit our pond and we and they start using our pond as a toilet. So what do we do? If they want to do it and we say no, they might get upset. Are we willing to face someone who's being upset? Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe we don't want to hurt their feelings. Maybe we think it's okay. If they just do it a bit, then I'll just fish it out. It's not too bad. And maybe it isn't too bad. Maybe it's okay. Maybe the fish and the frogs and the water lilies don't mind that much. Maybe. But maybe they do. Maybe any form of external pollution is a problem. Maybe it's up to us to know how much we tolerate. And maybe assume that if people do it, we can explain why. We can say, you know, they did it because it comes from their childhood, their education, their parents. There can be a whole bunch of reasons. But try to explain that to a fish that's just been polluted or to a frog. When the fish is dead, 
why it died doesn't change the fact that it's dead. So if it's okay for us, if it's easier for us to remove our responsibility and blame society, upbringing, things being difficult, we can do it. The end result is the same. Our fish are dead. If we're okay with having dead fish, allowing people to kill our fish, if we're okay with that, then just go ahead. There's a price to pay. Hopefully we're not. Hopefully we don't tolerate it. So we tell someone, you're not welcome to use my pond as a toilet. Then they might try to make their problem become our problem, say, well, what do you expect me to do? Try to make us look for solutions. Where do you want me to go? What should I do? And the end of the day, the, the answer there is, I don't know. I don't care. It's irrelevant. You're just not going to use my pond as a toilet. The fact you need to use a toilet is your problem. It's not going to be my pond. And they might say, well, it's because of my upbringing. That's not my problem. I don't care why it is. In another video, I mentioned that we can make anyone do anything if they have enough incentive. So if someone wants to use a pond as a toilet and we say, I'll pay you a million dollars to not do it, probably they won't do it. So if that's enough, then it's just a matter of motivation. And if they still do it, it's just because they want to. Now, with this, <clears throat> we keep our pond clean, unpolluted, also because our pond is surrounded by others. So any pollution in our pond is probably going to have some kind of effect in the other ponds. Sometimes frogs jump across from one pond to the next. So if we've polluted ours and our frog jumps across and goes into our friends' ponds, our siblings' ponds, our parents' ponds, then we're polluting their ponds too. Oh, also, one reason why we don't give advice, people say, well, what should I do, is because we know, or we're trying to understand our own ecosystem. We don't know the other person's ecosystem. So if in my pond, for example, I have uh, fish, but I don't have any frogs, I don't know how you react with frogs. I can tell you it works with the fish, but it's up to you to know the frogs. If you feed the fish the way, if you feed the frogs the way that I feed the fish, you might end up killing the frogs or starving them or having some other kind of problem. So we don't know other person, other people's situation. They don't know ours. The best we can do is say, here's what I've learned. Try it. Take responsibility and work it out. We always believe, <clears throat> we can always believe that people can work it out. It's about trusting them. And most people can surprise us once they choose to take responsibility. And if they choose not to, then that's just a choice. Now, to add a bit more perspective, we can imagine we've got our pond, and above it we have the pond of our parents. And they did their best to clean out the pollution that they inherited from their parents. I like this metaphor. I like the idea that we, we start with a pond that's got some level of pollution and we do our best to clean it out. And our parents did their best to clean out theirs to avoid polluting ours. So you can imagine, you know, we've got ponds with some level of trash and pollution and so on. But you can imagine the bags of trash that were removed to try to make things better and go back a few generations. Just imagine all the trash that's been removed generation after generation. So instead of focusing on everything that doesn't work, we can focus on everything that has been improved through the hard work and love of the people before. Sure, it's not perfect, 
but it would be unrealistic to expect things to be perfect. Now, sometimes people add pollution because that's the way they are. It's very unfortunate. It might be the case. So what do we do with that? Well, we can remember that they did their best, however that works. However little it might be, however sad it might be, they did their best from their point of view. And then it's up to us to avoid polluting ponds downstream. So if you have children, or if you will have children, your goal is to make sure that their ponds start out with as little pollution as possible, and you teach them to remove as much pollution as possible. This also means that when you allow someone into your life, you realize that any pollution they bring with you will be polluting things downstream. Now, some level of pollution is minimal. You want to have a oh, swim in your pond, assuming it's big enough. You might lose some hair, you might lose some, some skin, you might have some mud. That's negligible. But if you let someone in who's really toxic, who prevents you from sleeping, from having peace of mind, who gaslights you, who winds you up, who increases your stress, you're polluting your pond significantly, and you're polluting the pond of your children significantly. So you can do that if you want to. If you haven't learned to have healthy boundaries, it's a great way to do it. Usually, it seems, the way we do it is we accept pollution until we hit a point where we see, if I continue this way, it's going to die. So now it's up to me to take responsibility and put down limits. Because if I don't, my pond will be polluted, my fish will die, my frogs will die, my water lilies will die, everyone downstream will be polluted, everyone around me will be polluted, I've got to take care of myself. It's time I took responsibility for my pond. Will it be perfect? No. Will we make mistakes? Of course. Will we do our best? I'm sure we will. So we have to do. All we have to do is do our best. We can't do any more than our best anyway. But it's a lot about the mindset. Once we realize we have some responsibility for something that is bigger than us, it's easier to take the responsibility. Because if it was just us, maybe we'd spend our time in the pond cleaning out other people's excrement. But as soon as we think of the fish and the frogs and the water lilies and the fireflies, that's really sad. That's really sad. They don't deserve it. So if they don't deserve it, why would we deserve it? We don't. I hope you found this helpful. Thank you for listening. And if you like this, if you found uh, this helpful or the other videos helpful, please consider liking and subscribing and sharing the content. It's a great way to support uh, creators, to have other people get ideas that are helpful. Um, you're welcome to, of course, leave comments if you found this helpful. Uh, and if you didn't find it helpful, you're also welcome to leave comments and say what you didn't like. You might disagree with the image, uh, it might resonate, it might not resonate. Um, with small channels like this one, any kind of a, any kind of engagement is um, is precious, is helpful, and I know it helps also with the YouTube algorithm to help more people see it. So thank you very much for watching.